Hi, this is Sherry Chris. I'm excited to be coming to your home soon. For 25 years, you have been coming to Inman Connect. Now Connect is coming to you. Find out details at Inman.com. Hi, this is Brad Inman with my Daily Dispatch. During my freshman year in high school, I was tapped to write about high school sports for the local town newspaper. I loved journalism and sports, but I was an awkward runt, so it was a lucky break in life I was always grateful for. One year, the Carlinville Cavalier football team had a disastrous season, going one and nine. The coach was also my math teacher, who was less than kind to me during math class and even gave me a poor grade, even though I was pretty decent at math. I learned at a young age, even though the media only delivers the message, we are often blamed for the events we report on. And what was true many years ago is still true today, but it still is the best job on earth. Today, I'm super lucky to have a coach who is widely admired in the real estate industry, Tom Ferry. Greetings, Tom. How are you? I'm doing terrific, Brad. Thanks so much. And, uh, and listen, I hope that everybody out there listening or watching this is, uh, is safe and moving their businesses forward. There you go, man. And your family and you, you're, you're all healthy? We're good. I've got a 92-year-old mother-in-law upstairs oh, who is wow. on wood, tough as nails. I figure she, if she survived her husband and raising four kids, she's going to get through this just fine. Especially you. That's exactly right. <laughs> I love so you, I would be that. I would be that fifth kid in her eyes. <laughs> Let's go for this. Uh, Tom, you and I huddled before this, and we decided to kind of flip the format I've been using. Yep. And, you know, I've been somewhat jaded and cynical about coaching probably unfairly um and uh, i thought instead of me interviewing you and i don't want you to interview me either because journalists hate to be interviewed but it occurred to me for our listening audience and for me mm -hmm. if you were to coach me kind of like a trial sure. run where we can maybe offer color commentary as we go with that yeah. is that okay with you is that cool yeah i mean that's brad it's what i do all day every day so you know if you're if you're open to me asking you know some some questions that so i have framework so i understand what your goals are if you're if you're willing to be an active participant i'd love to do it okay let's let's give it a shot yeah so so brad with any with any client that i would take on the first the first thing that i think everybody has to do is do a little self-discovery a little check-in um because again the last thing that anybody would want to do is is create any sort of instant path. There is no one way to run a business, to live your life. You have to understand who you're dealing with. So, so I, would, I would always start with like, so Brad, tell me, about, tell me about you today, first and foremost. How are you and your wife doing? Is everybody healthy? Kids good? Like, give me, give me just a gut check on your, your physical and emotional state. Yeah, physically, we're lucky. I have two children. I have now four grandchildren. Uh, my latest was born, Austin, uh, last week. And my wife, Yas, and I are separated, which is really challenging. I really miss her. And uh, we're trying to figure out how to get back together when it's safe. And that happened through a quirk of circumstances. She had to go help her mother in Morocco. Got stuck in Florida, and we decided to stay apart. Um, I jokingly say I'm not the CEO of anything but Yas. So, um, and that's a real full-time job because I am a chair of, of Inman. I own it, but I got a great management team running the show. And they're all doing well. Um, I think the emotional part of your question, though, this is really challenging. Yeah, and, and first of all, I would, I would say to you, I appreciate your vulnerability um, sharing this with me and then obviously sharing it with people that are listening. 
you know, I've, I've had, I've had a lot of conversations with CEOs and agents and entrepreneurs and, you know, friends in the industry and then just friends. Right. And I ask people every day, like, where are you at emotionally? Where are you at physically? And I think people hallucinate that guys like you and I are just always going to be like, you know, rock solid and perfect. And what I tell people is, you know, if you don't have a little anxiety, if you don't have a, a few bad days, you're probably a psychopath. There you go. There's just, there's just too much uncertainty in the world. So I guess but my, I am a I am a psychopath, Tom. I just have anxiety. I'm kidding. <laughs> Go for it. I'm sorry. I don't want to keep yeah. interrupting. No, it's it's a hundred percent. I mean, remember, like, coaching isn't a one sided. It's you know, it's 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 not therapy. It's not one at me asking a question and you just unfolding. You know, we we get a banter together. So I guess the the natural next question is, help me understand what you do to to either a write more, read more to. To keep yourself in a better state, what what is that process for you, or have you discovered it? Yeah, I've um, I get up really early. I always have. Mm-hmm. Yaz and I have coffee every morning on on Facetime. We do a check in, see how we're doing. We look at each other's eyes. We stick out the tongue. We play Doctor Yaz, Doctor Brett. We joke around. Yaz, if you haven't met her, she's she's an entertainer. She's in a different outfit. She'll change outfits four times during coffee and. She loves to play games and play roles and, uh, you know, it gets me up and gets me really excited. Then I'd ordinarily write, but as you know, I've been doing these podcasts really early like you. Um, And then I check in with friends and people all day. I FaceTime my kids. Um, I check in with, uh, you know, my kids all are, I'm really lucky. They're successful and humble and have really good families and have great spouses, but, you know, they're going through a lot of various things and, so try to stay really on board with them and then my close friends. And then the afternoon, I kind of deteriorate. I take a nap, which uh, I love to take a bath, things that I didn't seemingly have time for before. Um, and then I've been doing these kind of cocktail hours. Uh, but I found that while well, everyone's joking about the amount of alcohol consumed, I, you know, I got to be careful. Um, never thought I'm an alcoholic, but I, you know, you drink too much, you don't feel good, you don't sleep well, I don't wake up well. So I, I, I think I've got that where, you know, maybe a martini or a glass of wine with some friends. Um, and then a couple of parties we've had in the middle of it. Yas loves to party and she's really, you know, struggling with, with that. She, she doesn't do it every night, but being a New Yorker once a week. So we'll figure all that out. We're just planning for the future. And then the last thing we both try to do as much as we can to help people around us and strangers as well through a lot of different things that I don't need to get into, but uh, we, um, you know, getting out of yourself is probably the best thing and being grateful. So try hard and not lose sight of that. Yeah. I, first of all, I appreciate it. I mean, here's what I wrote down up early. All right. You and your, you and your wife, Yaz doing FaceTime, her playing and fun and, and you, you both playing doctor. Um, you mentioned biking to one or two hours a day, but you've, you've stopped doing that. And, uh, that, that's probably an opportunity for us to create a little accountability because clearly when you, I mean, you, you have been writing for so long when you stop doing something that is so good for you, it's going to hurt you. Exactly. So is that an opportunity for us to create a little, just a simple. Accountability yeah. I mean, you, you, you may get, get me on that bike that le- longer than 20 minutes. You know, I don't, I'm not one of these, I don't want to be marathon runner, a triathlon, and I really respect people that have the courage to do that. But uh, for me, it's just, my doctor once said, it's not your weight, Brad, and your heart. And my cardiologist said, uh, I just want you to be in movement. And the beauty of that was I go to the dry cleaners, I go to the grocery store, I have big baskets, I, I bike all day. I don't try to, you know, do, you know, this craziness. It's kind of hard now. I, I drive to coffee, then I drive 
bike an hour, never get in my car. And Yaz and I did that all over the world and we both missed that. Like we biked everywhere in New York City and we biked everywhere, everywhere. And so uh, I just got to figure out how to do that in a new routine, you know, the Corona team, the yeah. Corona time team, you know, yeah. anyway. So again, even for the listeners here, you know, you know how hard is, this is to talk about me, dude? I, 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 I know. I'm a journalist. <laughs> I talk to others. Let me ask you this. It seems like this is what our family and our friends are for. In my world, who have, you know, I haven't adopted the coaching uh, Magna Carta. Um, and I talk to my family and friends about this, and they encourage me. Yeah. Where did it happen that that used to be our support networks to make good choices about our lives, and suddenly we have to pay a shitload of money to coaches to do what our families already kind of do. Maybe they could do a better job. But right now, I guess Corona time, they're all have their own issues. And uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, first of all, having a, having a family support system that, that is that helpful is, I think, essential for anybody that wants to succeed. Um, so the fact that you have it is, is fantastic. The thing, that I, the thing that I've experienced in doing this as long as I have is Oftentimes we ask people um, to hold us accountable. And the challenge is that there is consequences for them doing so. Mm, right? Interesting. So, so if, you, if you think about, um, you think about just the divorce rate in the US, right? 50%. You think about the state of California where both you and I live, at least you some of the time, 60%. In the town that I'm in, it's 72%. So, so asking sometimes a spouse to, to hold you accountable to do the things you don't want to do, right, could end up being more nagging or, um, you know. Yeah, and sometimes our impacting. family and friends don't want to. Yeah. Some do, tell, some do tell us the truth. Of I'm course. curious, mm -hmm. do you, it just hit me, there's probably a perfect profile, and I may fit into it, so that, and of course I'm trying to turn this around and interview you, but I'm yeah, just curious. I'm going to redirect it, but go ahead. Is there a profile of someone that may need a coach, like someone alone at home, an agent, many agents are single alone, you know, um, that even maybe are in more need of this because they don't have as much of that support network or is that BS? I haven't found that to be the case. And, it's across and, the board. Yeah, I think, I think the, you know, with, with as long as I've done this and, and been around the industry, what I will tell you is every, everybody, everybody's doing the best they can with what they got. And, and what a coach provides is arc of perspective, you know, a, a, a different vantage point to see yeah. things differently. Um, and what it also provides is sort of a non-biased, like, hey, Brad, get off your ass. Just get on your bike. Like, I know you're, you know this. Yeah. But, but like moving from common sense to common practice for people is very challenging. And you're kind of a disinterested um, third party keep going Tom yeah. I have one big yeah, big fundamental yeah. wanna, philosophical wanna, question but I want you to get through this so we get yeah. some lessons here. yeah so so you know we so we got a little update on in terms of your emotional state and be clear like if you if you were in a bad way I probably wouldn't go into the other questions but I'd have to I'd have to determine that based on yeah yeah that, totally makes sense reading. so then the next question for me is really like what is your role today I mean, you as a are you Chairman, are you, you know, you're not CEO, you're not the executive. So what is your role today at Inland? Well, interestingly, over the last uh, 12, 15 years, mm -hmm. I, well, I, I haven't been CEO of Inland. I, mm -hmm. I am the owner and mm -hmm. um, 
and I've had a lot of CEOs of a lot of companies. And what I've learned over the years is, God, hire a good team and try not to muddle. And that's always a challenge for people like me because I'm really product focused. Yeah. So my role now is chairman, um, but I collaborate with the executive team which includes uh, you know, a great gang of people. CEO Josh Alberson, he's just a star. He's someone that I, I worked with a long time ago at Curb before it was sold to Vox Media. Um, I was an early investor and acted as chair, but him and Lockhart Steele really, you know, and others there, Elliot, um, our tech guy. And the good news, Josh, when he came over, we persuaded Locke to come over and um, some other folks from that world, from from Box and Curb, and so I would argue Inman as not just in real estate, but one of the best digital media organizations in the world. Sure. And so I can really now more than ever um, worry less. Um, Josh likes me to collaborate. He understands the vision. He's really, you know, he's just really good, and particularly good at during these times of managing an organization through. Um, you know, morale issues with the team and financial issues. So right now I'm acting as a responsible shareholder, chairman. You could ask Josh, but active, but not too active and trying really hard not to interfere. And uh, sure. and they've been really good. Like they encouraged me to podcast because so they're sensitive, they're so, sensitive so to me as being older and they wanted to give me something to do. And uh so it worked out perfectly, is how I'd explain it, I think. But again, you should ask them. Yeah, so, so then the next natural question is, so then what are the goals that you're focusing on? Whether it is the team or other businesses or other ventures or family and health, you know, what is it that you're, when you wake up in the morning and say, hey, here's what I got Personally, today. Or yeah. Inman. Yeah, Yaz number one, mm -hmm. uh, my family right there, and then uh, supporting Josh and team. Um, What's critical right now is 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 through all recessions and downturns is to keep morale up uh, with the team and and Josh has done a and locked an amazing job of doing that and I try to support them. Um, that's really I mean Inman is you know it has my name on it but it's also something I care about every day mm -hmm. and um, so I try everything I do to support them in doing that. You know we we resolve not to lay anybody off. Um, we resolve to just do everything we can to support the employees. Um, but they also doubled down on editorial at a time that our readership needed it because that's my probably, if I have a bigger family, it's the Inman community, which I love and, you know, they keep me straight. And so we're really, the editorial team has done an amazing job of serving them during this difficult time. Hi, this is Anthony Hitt. I'm excited to be coming to your home soon. For 25 years, you've been coming to Inman Connect. Now, Connect is coming to you. Find details at Inman.com. I think there, there may be an opportunity here for you to get a little more clear on what you personally want. Like, what do you personally want to achieve? What do you personally want to move towards? Because, you know, Basically, you know, helping helping Josh keep morale up. Josh is a, is a wartime expert; like he knows what he's doing. He couldn't be more right. Right. So, so let me let me ask you this: What do you think are the bigger challenges or obstacles at this time that you could go after? 
What do you think is what do you think is holding you back? What do you think is holding the industry back? What do you think is holding your companies back? That that if you applied yourself, your years of experience, you know, we might birth something new from this. Yeah, it's it's something that I think we've been focused on the last few years, um, and kind of every day. I'm an advocate. I have strong positions. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to change the industry. I've never apologized for the vision of Inman, which is to change the real estate industry to deliver a better consumer experience. And suddenly, a lot of the things we advocated for literally decades are happening now. It wasn't Brad Inman's voice that's made it happen. It was a pandemic that was a forcing function. Take the digital transaction, virtual walkthroughs, all those other things. You know, no notaries, no, you know, none of this crap that consumers have to go through that we were pushing for. That's all happening. There's probably another big idea in there, you know, because we laid that out a long time ago and we've been just pounding at it because some things don't happen in a year, two years or three years. It takes 10 or 15 years and to change this industry, it's certainly taken that. I think, you know, anytime I left him in as I was inspired by something else, something else I got, mm-hmm. I saw happening and uh, I'll share with you. I haven't really shared it publicly, but I'm working on a project, a big project, separate from him, and in part to keep me out of everybody's hair, but also something I really care about related to climate change. I think it's the next black swan. I think when we're through this, we'll recognize that, and maybe we'll finally prepare, prepare for that. Unfortunately, it's been politicalized. The average consumer, just like pandemics, doesn't know how to relate to it. And so we've developed something, and it's really fun. I've developed it with my son. He's on his own, very successful in real estate, unrelated to me. But he teaches at UC Berkeley, where I did, and he um, he's baked an idea, a scientific project with scientists um, that's really amazing, that will bring climate change to everybody's doorstep. And I'd tell you more, but I probably shouldn't. But uh, that is my next big thing that I'm devoted to every day. And I can't tell you how much fun it is. My kids never wanted to work for me. And I pushed them away from my business as my dad did me. And I was always grateful. But now I have this incredible opportunity to, to work with my super smart son, who's definitely smarter than me. And that's enough. I, I, I can't imagine having more on my plate. Um, I also, maybe I'm stupid, but I can't imagine how I could be any happier other than the anxiety we spoke of. Sure. Um, sure. I feel like I've had so much and been so lucky and achieved so many of my goals that I don't have this crazed aspiration other than what's in front of me. And I, I, I see the value of this where someone keeping more, more accountable with all the shit that is going on in Brad's life. Sure. Um, and being healthy about it could only benefit me. That was a long rambling answer, dude. I'm sorry. No, what, you know, what I appreciate it. And again, that's a good coach asks the question and listens very intently. And I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm taking notes. And, you know, the, I think the question goes back to what, what inspires you, right? And what's inspiring you is this opportunity to work with your son and to work with something that you know, you're both mutually uh, are passionate about, which is climate change and, and bringing it from this big mystical woo-woo, sometimes overly politicized conversation to, as you say, to people's doorstep. I think that's an opportunity that we should explore. So, so why don't we do this, Brad, just being mindful of time. Um, I wrote down for you the sort of the big aha, easy accountability is 
um, I want you to text me either before or after your bike ride, which, which one would be a better way for you and I to be, you know, connected and, and being in integrity around riding the bike. You want to text me before, after you want to send me a photo of you riding a video. Do you want to do a quick FaceTime check-in when you're riding the bike? What do you want to do? I'll tell you what, I'll text you after the bike ride. Cause on the bike ride, I'll be thoughtful. And that's cool. usually what a bike ride does. It, whatever sure. the hell it does to you, you seem to be more thoughtful after you've got a little exercise, right? For sure. Okay. So, so daily. Although I never know where to reach you, Tom. You got so many emails and so many texts. There must be a private hotline for Tom Ferry, like the bat song. I will create a separate. <laughs> I, I, I know you me. have it because yeah. I send you things and you say I didn't get it. And I go, what the hell? Where am I? <laughs> yeah. That's well, the well, Tom Ferry world. And next we're going to coach Tom Ferry on nice. getting his texts and emails shit together. <laughs> <laughs> I love touche, my friend. Touche. So yes, uh, so I will text you from my bat phone and you can, uh, you, well, let's, just, let's just have that accountability. At this point, Brad, I don't think there's much need for a, you know, a, a, a positive or negative if you do or if you don't. Let's just manage that for the week and let's just see how you do. Um, if we find that you're I'll not- I'll do it today. Good. I don't know about tomorrow. I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll put it, I'll put it in a mic. Look, I've got all kinds of technology. I can just put it in place where you just get a text every day at 10 o'clock. Get on your effing bike. Right, like okay. I love it. We, we I'll send you. A, I'll send you a picture of my uh, my bike. It's I'm not. A, I'm not a ninja biker, Justin. I say we don't dress up in rubber and yeah, you know, and we don't tell people when we pass them left, right. We say good morning and all the bullshit those bikers. Yeah, good for you. Okay, so the second the second piece though, and again, you know, it's interesting. I have a another client that I've worked with for years who um, is is an actor, um, and that's you know in and of itself, you know, just a, just a different world from, you know, what most of us are dealing with in the real estate world. But, you know, he was in a place in his life, similar to you, where, you know, he had done a lot of the right things and he had, yeah, he had done a lot of good things. And now he's like, Hey, you know, what I need now is something bigger, something, uh, something stronger. And we spent a lot of time exploring to help him discover what would make him very fired up again. Um, we, we're on that mission. So now you in this situation with your son, what I want is maybe not for the, you know, for the, the, you know, public side of this, uh, this message, but I want you to send me, is there a document? Is there a manifesto? Is there a vision behind this, this, whether it's an app or this new solution, send me that, you know, if you want me to sign an NDA, I'll sign an NDA. I have no problem with that as your coach. You send me that. I'd like to see it and understand it. And then you and I can start picking apart like, well, what is Brad's role in that? Is there a role in that? Or is it just, is it just the fun of just being with your son? Right. I'm not attached to what it is. I just want to understand what it is and then what your role is and then how I can help. Is that cool? Easy, easy. Awesome. So you can email that to me at some mystical email address, like the one I just replied to you on. <laughs> the, the bat phone. I'm going to text it to the right. bat phone, the Tom yeah. Berry bat phone. Yeah. So Brad, I got to ask just as we, as we, I know we're, you know, we're mindful of our time here. Just, just for the record, that's coaching. What we just did right there. That's not mystical woo-woo. That's not magic. It is discovery. It's asking questions. Because you know, one of my worries when I was thinking about it, I used to read a lot about cults because I had a dear friend that got gobbled up in one. And one of the cult characteristics are the cult leader does these interviews and gets all this personal information on people and they kind of hold that over them. Sure. And one thought I had is, I don't think you're a cult and I don't think you're a cult leader. But that, that is an element to this that I, that I thought about is um, I, you must have to be careful, you know, 
um, getting that kind of information on people, not that you'd use it against them, but it kind of hangs over someone in a weird way, right? Is that, am I crazy what I'm saying here? You know, it's, I mean, I, I, I certainly understand that perspective and, and let's be clear, there are bad people in the world. There are people yeah. who absolutely do those kinds of things. Like um, bad journalists. Yeah, I mean, it's just bad people, right? So, yeah. you know, I think when you look at the body of my work and how many people I've worked with for decades, um, I used to joke, with people, I'd say, you know, like, especially when we would start a new relationship, I'd say, Brad, you know, we should, you know, if you want to sign an NDA, we should do so. You know, I'm going to disclose things to you. You're going to disclose things to me. That's a good, you know, business coaching, you know, business relationship. And then I would jokingly say, you know, if I ever needed to make any money, I would just write a book on about 85 people and all the stories <laughs> they told me. And they would right. buy every copy and light them all on fire. I said, but, you know, but I've been in this industry for too long. And if you do those kind of things, you don't last. Yeah. Right? So, but, but I think it's a, it's a fair question because, you know, I've also studied the cults and I've looked at those things and, you know, and I have friends that have, have, I think, danced sometimes a little closer to that line where I try and avoid it. Um, yeah. Well, fair. I think what you, people love you, Tom. Um, and um, I don't think that's because they're members of a cult. You don't have them trapped in a commune in upstate New York. Um, I just think because you've helped a lot of people and they respect you. I put something on uh, Facebook that we're going to do this. And uh, of course we had the, you know, that big crowd of yours and it's across all people that respect you. Yeah. Lots of, lots of people you're not coaching that have respect for what you're up to. Yeah. And, in, and in fairness, you know, if there wasn't haters out there, that means that, that, you know, you, as you know, right, if you don't have haters, it means you're probably not, playing as big as you want or, or getting your message out far enough. So you deal with it. I deal with it. And I don't wish any of those people ill will. And the, the truth is we probably both need the contrast. So, so, Hey, being mindful of time, but I'd love for everybody that maybe, you know, if someone's still listening, what I would say, someone still listens, obviously you're still listening. They're listening Tom, to you. What I, what I would say is think about the questions that I just asked, right? I started with, you know, physically and emotionally where are you at? Right? I think that's a good question for everybody right now to just check in with themselves. Where are you at? And just acknowledge, like, just as Brad did, good days, bad days. But then what you heard with Brad, you know, is he has a routine that he's following. And, and Brad, I'm yet to find a successful leader that doesn't have a routine in this environment. And we're not all as perfect as we want to be, but having one is better than not. Um, the second question is, you know, what is your role today in your business? Right? Just the clarity around what's your role, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur and your role is to do everything. So then is there a plan in place for that? Then, you know, what are your goals in this role? Again, just thinking about for everybody, you know, most of us threw our business plans out and we've gone to one week, one day, one month, maybe 90 days at the most. But then the other, the other question was, what are the biggest challenges you're facing and how are you trying to solve them? And then the last one is, hey, in order to get the support, what accountability do I need? Right. And that's really the formula that yeah know, that doesn't that doesn't seem cult like at all that a lot of that, people but anybody can ask those questions. no absolutely that, that makes so much sense the the flow and what you follow and how you did it here was extremely insightful to me and i learned a lot and it's a isn't it funny tom i meet strangers all the time because i'm curious and i'm always in, in and then i have certain people i just lock on an opinion sure. that hangs too long and um uh, you know, you just have to get rid of those sometimes, but you only do it through learning and connection yeah. and like this connection. Um, 
and we've always got along, but I, I, I learned a lot here. So I I'm do. really, I'm really grateful. And I'm going to get on my bike and I'm going to text you. Now, what are you doing today? Do you have calls like mine all day, Sunday? So, uh, so I, I did this session with you and then I'm taking the rest of the day off. I'm about to go upstairs and do bagels and locks with my kid. Oh, and I've got an nice. 18 and 20 year old. So we joke, my wife and I said, we're going to hide Easter eggs all over the house and see if they know oh. how to find them again. And, and then I'm going to play some canasta with my mother-in-law because it makes her great. That's and, great. Uh, yeah. And then I'm going to do everything I can probably like you to recharge because yeah. you know, we got, we got we're in a marathon right now with, with COVID-19 and, and I think now more than ever, you know, we're all working harder. We're probably a little more focused. We're really trying to serve. Um, I'm doing the same, but I recognize that if I don't get some time to reflect and to think and to relax, then I'm not good for anybody. So I'm going to do that all day today. That's great, man. Well, I wish you a great day. And I, I can't thank you enough for doing this. And, uh, this is Brad Inman with uh, our industry friend and good man, Tom Ferry. This is Brad Inman checking out.